Hey Rams, welcome back to the Eco Fashion Podcast. It's your host, Natalie. We hope everyone is having a good semester so far. I know for myself, I have midterms this week and next, so it's getting pretty hectic and getting in the swing of things. So hopefully everyone's staying motivated and healthy and just having a good semester, even though we're still online and dealing with the pandemic. It can be crazy. And we're so happy that everyone has come out to the meetings. Um, We hope to keep seeing the same faces come out and just to put on some fun events. And then we are still doing our Thursday movie night. So just check the Instagram for any updates and we post the calendar and everything there. So you're always informed. And we're back today with some guest speakers. So I'm here with some of the leadership team from VCU's Neo-Environmental Organization. So I'm here with Johnny, Gladys, and Diamond. So if y'all wanna introduce yourselves and explain to the listeners um, about yourselves and also about the organization, and we can just go from there. Okay, hi guys. Um, My name's Diamond. I'm the president and one of the co-founders for the Neo-Environmental Organization. I'll just let the rest of the board introduce themselves and then we can talk a little bit about our org. Hey everyone, uh, my name is Johnny Tran and I am the vice president of NEO. Hey guys, my name is Gladys and I'm the historian of NEO and also one of the co-founders. Awesome. So for you two that are co-founders, like what made y'all like wanna start this? Um, to be honest, Johnny should identify as a co-founder too. We also I have a member um, who's Jorge and he's our treasurer, but he has to work tonight. Um, so I just knew that I wanted to create an organization here at VCU. At first, I was going to start an organization that was dedicated to minorities really understanding one another because you know everyone kind of has their own individual struggle struggle within their own culture but sometimes you know there's that block not block barrier where like we're still misunderstanding each other even though we're like equally oppressed so that's what I initially wanted to start but after sophomore year um I just felt Sorry, (laughs) I went into more of like a managerial like career path and I wanted to explore that more. And one thing that is also a rising problem that I turned my attention to was the environment. So yeah, (laughs) I pitched the idea and we were like in the library together. And I was like, guys, I'm gonna start this organization. And we went from there. Amazing. And for, so you guys were all in the library together, you in the same major or you just met on campus or how was it that like y'all were the ones to become the co-founders of this? We are high school friends. Yeah. We're friends from high school. Yeah. It's just one of those things where, um, you know, when you go to college, social life is hard. So we really like stuck together and yeah especially if you commute and you don't stay you know on campus it's even harder to make friends i feel (laughs) 
especially downtown city life like we're never seeing the same people in like the same environment so we just stuck together and yeah we bounce ideas and one of the things that like being friends with the same people you kind of have like that internal struggle of like I'm sticking to what I know I really want to venture out but with this dynamic I think we've gotten really good with like you know going off and doing our own things and then bringing it back and like helping each other grow if that makes sense so that's one thing especially with this organization like I really encourage everyone to step out of their comfort zones like where he's not here right now but he kind of um doesn't like public speaking so I'm like pushing him to do that more and like really giving him the opportunity to like create the idea and one thing I did want to talk about was like the imposter syndrome with like being in the environmental field like I kind of don't have a background in it and it's not my major. So sometimes I really do have imposter syndrome with like pursuing a venture like this, especially being like a business major. I mean, the approach that Neo's going through is like really on brand with my major. It's like taking an executive approach and doing reforms and product innovation because I'm in Da Vinci for the product innovation program. <laughs> but sometimes I just really have that imposter syndrome, but I try to like encourage myself, telling myself like, I'm really trying to incorporate a lot more environmental majors in the program and I'm learning as I mm -hmm. go. So it's like a process. <laughs> and are, is, is anyone else um, an environmental major or going into mm -hmm. The thing um, that we try to market is the like cross-disciplinary aspect of it. We did get a few environmental people in our, um, as new members this semester. So this new group we have just seems amazing. It really feels like we're going to get stuff done. And this is like our second round of it from last semester. So I think it's really going to go somewhere this year. Yeah, I think that's awesome that you know, none of you have the environmental science background, but I think even it's just become like such a passion to everyone and people have just realized the way that the planet like really needs to, you know, be helped and be saved. And I think that is just enough to want to start an organization like this. And, you know, you don't know how, you know, cause you're in the business, um, the business school, how you could tie in like different businesses are trying to be more environmentally friendly. So I just think it's interesting that, you know, none of you have that background, but it's just such a strong passion that you were committed with, you know, starting it and keeping it going. I just think that that's really cool. Yeah, I feel the same way with Diamond. Um, I don't have any experience with, you know, environment, environmental, um, I don't know how to say it, but I don't have any experience in that field, but I do really want to, you know, save the earth and be more eco-friendly um, and be more environmentally aware. So I hope our club can, you know, accomplish a lot of our um, goals this semester. Just trying to backpack off of Goddess's response. Um, same with me. I actually, um, I'm a business management major with minor in marketing. So my interest in the beginning wasn't towards 
environmental studies or anything related to that. But um, as I started growing up and seeing how this world really is something that we should really take care of and how sustainability has played a big part in just, I would say our lives, just getting products or using products that are more sustainable for our lives and products that don't actually break down every single second, like plastic, etc. things that are really just not meant to be used in our planet but we have to because we don't either have the funds to make something else or just have a way to use something that's as inexpensive as plastic and that's something that's definitely been a reason why i'm in this group and much more something i'm interested in to learn about and i think even just um pursuing this has made us more aware of everything and it's just um, Johnny actually encouraged us, his family just completely changed their filtration system in their house. So that's like plastic water bottles like out the window. He doesn't really have a use for them anymore. And I think just pursuing this because imposter syndrome comes up so much when I um, talk to people that are in the environmental field. And I try to tell myself like we shouldn't feel guilty. We're like doing something that is beneficial. <laughs> beneficial in the long run and we're learning as we go and just being aware and self-improvement learning from it has just made things a lot more encouraging to keep going with this i think what you're saying about you know the imposter syndrome is just interesting like it's an interesting way to think about it because i feel like i feel like everyone experiences that especially within you know, wanting to be more environmentally friendly because it is hard because, you know, you, so many stores and so many places in our country, like they're not on like an environmental wave as like say Europe and other places are that, you know, you're like, okay, well, how am I everywhere? I have to, everywhere I go, I need to bring like the reusable water bottles, the utensils, all this stuff. And then, you know, you start to slip, but then you, you know, you feel bad for being like posting on like, social media or elsewhere being like oh don't buy like the water bottle because you know you have the plastic so i just think that's like a good thing to bring up and i think for me as well like joining um the the eco fashion club i think it's made me realize you know even more how much fashion like has a bad toll on the environment everything that goes on i just think it's i think it's crazy that you know we all can see this but it's like how can you know and maybe you guys know, like, how can companies, you know, start to get onto this wave of, you know, they see all of us young people really wanting to save the planet, but they're still not getting it. You know what I mean? Yeah, especially in the fashion industry. Just recently, we um, talked to an individual who majored in fashion merchandising. And like being a consumer, I feel so guilty and I love to, especially I feel as though people that come from lower class backgrounds and they're introduced to people that have more and can indulge in more, you kind of just feel like you need and want to consume, you need to like make a point. Um, sometimes I'm really guilty of trying to indulge in fast fashion to keep up with like the brands or the trends that are going on now. Like I am Gia too expensive for me so i indulge in aliexpress 
And mm-hmm. I recently stopped that. Like, I bought like a few pieces maybe like before COVID. And after talking to her and just really, oh, and also we talked about iPhones and how like you always have to get the newest one and how that is actually so bad. Like what happens to your phone after you're done with it? Like, I don't know. Indulging in, in the capitalism and everything. It just makes you feel so guilty. And I would say, yeah, actually, I agree. Um, Back in high school and even to today, um, I'm known for occasionally shopping at H&M because let's be real, as good as fast fashion is, it's pretty cheap sometimes. <laughs> but um, the real issue in this fast fashion topic is that there's just so many things that you can get, like so many clothing pieces that you're buying that's so cheap, like let's say $3 t-shirt at H&M. The problem with these t-shirts is that they don't last as long as you can ever predict them to be. Like sometimes they can last no more than a few washes and bam, they're too short to fit or just be the fabric breaks away the stitches are cheap and it's it's like things like that you think oh it's fine i can just throw it away buy something else i'm not losing money it's only a few bucks it's something i can make back but the problem is that we never think about where our clothes are going it's that it's going to trash it's going to landfill and what what happens at landfill pollution and the thing with this issue is that there's also some people where in this issue they would say oh in this case just buy things from reputable brands like gucci louis vuitton like big fashion brands because the thing is with luxury brands it's a lot of mo- you're investing a lot of money but these pieces are going to last you years to ye- many years to go and you're not going to like it's not going to end up in a landfill most of the time you can honestly resell the piece later on too and that's great the problem is especially in this world no one can afford fat luxury brands it's so pricey <laughs> and that's a big issue there <laughs> yeah not a lot of people can spend six hundred dollars on a t-shirt like that's just not practical you mm-hmm. know but yeah and especially because of how trends are going sometimes like you see like a big ticket item and you're like oh i'm gonna save for that and even if i save for it i'm like six hundred dollars for a shirt (laughs) um recently i've been thinking a lot of the um classism when it comes to the environment and just um like my family we indulge in paper plates not paper plastic plates and i'm like oh my god every time i throw away a plastic plate i'm like i'm a horrible person i i hate myself And it's just like, my mom, she works such long hours. She comes home, sometimes like it cuts the time so she can get in bed earlier. And I don't want to tell her like, go ahead and wash the dishes. Like it makes me feel so bad, but I don't know. I think it's the convenience. Mm -hmm. And when it comes to being environmentally conscious, I know some people say like, don't blame yourself as a consumer blame corporations blame like mass production and it's just like how do you reach people like a lot of people have been talking about just the difference between like the united states and europe and just how europe and america has been in a lot of comparison on so many like social medias like tiktok twitter and just being an american you kind of look at it and you're like why like why am i here why are they letting us live life through like this 
like the regulations on food, the regulations on production, and just like letting companies become monopolies or like, yeah, become a monopoly and not care about their consumers. And then for like y'all's organization, like what kind of, you know, events do you have or like what are like on social media, like things that, you know, you can post and either inform people about these things that are going on. You know, maybe there are other people in um, the VCU community or even just in the Richmond community alone. Like, you know, they're not as aware of environmental ways as we are. So like, what are some things that, you know, y'all post or other people that you follow, you know, are posting to, you know, try and save what we can with the way that the world is going and the environment's going? So right now we're working with this company called Terrified and their company um, specializes in uh, products such as, um, what's the word, Cut cutlery? Did I say that right? Well, yeah, that's like spoons, yeah, spoons, forks, cups, like they're all, um, what's the word? I'm utensils? sorry, I'm like, utensils, no, but they're all like, good for the environment and um, they're alternatives for plastic yeah and they're biodegradable friendly bio yeah biodegradable that's the word i was looking for (laughs) but yeah so we're trying to um work them into vcu and that's why we're working with the office of sustainability and we're trying to um you know help them with the sustainability plan and uh, implement um you know eco-friendly utensils and yeah more um bio biodegradable products yeah so last semester we created these stickers and they're still going through signage and release um university relations the process has been really long but with these stickers we're gonna start a social media campaign we're gonna put them on really big um buildings around campus and start a campaign they're gonna have qr codes and we're going to post them on social media, post them and basically start a campaign to start awareness with what current stance VCU is environmental wise. And um, with the QR codes, we're going to have a page through the Office of Sustainability. They're going to give us our own little website. And on there, I created a template. On there, we're going to have um, what Neo's doing currently, which at that moment, we'll most likely be working with TerraVive, working them into the sustainability plan. We're going to be having on there, um, for the buildings that are gonna get the stickers, the Office of Sustainability wants us to sort of talk about why they're, um, what's it called? Energy efficient. So we're just gonna tell them what the, the buildings that they're going into like look like energy wise. And that's going to be on the website and we're going to have our events and stuff basically with these stickers we want to start a campaign to really bring vcu together as a community and for them to be an environmentally aware community because we have recycling bins on campus but i didn't know until sophomore year that you can't put pizza boxes in those because they have oil in them Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's like 
we have this access to these things and we just don't know how to use them and we don't really have like an efficient we don't have knowledge on it and with this campaign we're hoping to just inform everyone and just start a standard yeah and i think that like that's awesome to start a whole campaign and especially you know working with the office of sustainability that's already here on campus and because then it'll be something that is you know lasting even after the three of you um graduate it'll hopefully still be going on because i think now too with um the pandemic like starting those things now where you know it's easier to find the way to get it started because you know there's not as many people on campus so you know you can set up more things to be more sustainable for when we come back in the future but also I know too with um, the dining halls about how you know since everything is you know trying to be COVID friendly they've been having to use more um, like takeaway boxes and everything so you know starting now just even having those takeaway boxes be you know, compostable and the utensils being compostable and biodegradable is all good things that you guys are doing now to, you know, start that trend for VSU to be on for the future as well. With the Office of Sustainability, we're kind of on hold because I know they have a lot to do because this year they're rewriting the sustainability plan. And that's when a whole bunch of people on the board, um, facilities management's president, Office of Sustainability, always big people get together and they write the plan for 10 years or, you know, X amount of years in advance. And that's what we were talking about when we were talking about this with him. And, you know, within 10 years, technology is moving fast. Life is changing. So some things get so outdated. Mm -hmm. So we're really trying to be a part of that um, process and, you know, make sure we get the students' voices in there. And especially if we can get everyone excited about TerraVibe and we can want them to want that in the sustainability plan, because it's not going to be any cost. We found out that it's the same price or even cheaper than actual plastic. I think that'd be something that, you know, people would be internally proud about. Yeah, that's awesome. And I think it is so important to, you know, have students voices and student input put into consideration when you know these boards come together and make these things because obviously we know what students are going to be wanting because we're going to school here now but you know we have friends that are in high school and they're you know thinking about colleges that's going to be something that's going to be important to kids who are thinking about going to college you know they're going to want places that have this in mind of keeping things like eco-friendly and sustainable and I just think it's so awesome that y'all are able to you know work with this I just think that that's so cool that you know y'all are going to be able to be a part of that with the office of sustainability and just have that have the voices you know heard of people that are actually you know out there fighting for change yeah, and I feel like there are a lot of students out there that want to be a part of that conversation and don't know that they can be, especially the Office of Sustainability is kind of quiet. Like, I didn't know we had one for a long time. So if we can just amplify everyone's voices, let them know that they can have their opinions voiced and they can be a part of that discussion, 
I think that'd be amazing for VCU's community, especially um, when I think of VCU, downtown Richmond, I feel like we should be more progressive. We should be more like modernized. It's pretty funny because um, from what I remember in my marketing class, Richmond's actually considered one of the top test markets in the U.S. Like our city actually represents a majority of the population because so many students are from different locations. We're not really just getting like people in Richmond, but people from North Virginia and also other areas. So it's very, it's very interesting. <laughs> yeah, I wonder if there's, you know, people in the community that y'all's organization here on campus could try and work with because it just, I feel like there has to be someone within Richmond or Northern Virginia that is passionate about, you know, re either even if it's the way that, you know, buildings are, you know, being built with um, solar panels and things like that. Has that been, you know, something that y'all have thought of as leaders, leaders of this org, you know, to reach out to people like that and try and, you know, help within the community as well and not just help on campus? Yeah, with running an organization, it's sometimes really hard to step back and think about like, what do I need to do to put this on like the face of the earth? What do I need to do to market better? Because sometimes I'm just internal, like all in the projects, gotta get this done, gotta get this done. And just every time I look at the Instagram or I look at um, our emails, I wanna step back and think like, what do I need to like change our brand to, to reach more people, to get people more excited about our organization? I Sometimes it's just really hard to know which direction to go into, especially when you're going step by step. It's really hard to, you know, back up and look at the bigger picture. So that is something I've thought about. I just don't know how we should go about it. I do know we have tried to just renovate our mission for the past for a while it's just it's been quite hard without a pandemic as turned out it's definitely hard to have an outreach or just change how we do things especially when just one able to with how rules regulations are right now yeah i know there are some like community gardens that are already established within richmond community and i know more people have been wanting to expand those i don't know if that could be something that you know y'all could have as an event i feel like that could be something that's done even with covid because you'd be outdoors that could be something that y'all could you know start with and even if even if there's no opportunity right now for you know the three of you or other members of the org to go and help out at these gardens i think even just sometimes promoting more things that Richmond is already doing, I think is beneficial for people to know about. Cause I just feel like at times, like people, it's like we're on campus, we just think about campus and you know, our own lives as college students. But I feel like there has to be people in the community that are already doing those things that, you know, y'all could be promoting and just educating, you know, students more and just being able to also support local businesses and local leaders that are doing environmental things. I really do want to like um, maybe even start working with nearby um, restaurants with TerraVive and incorporate them into when I started Neo, I wanted it to be more VCU RVA, 
But right now we're kind of just, you know, VCU. And I guess we have to like work out to that. But I love that idea. When y'all have your um, meetings, do you have people come in and um, like give not lectures, but like come in and be like speakers on topics or, you know, for as I, I'm not in your org, obviously. So for me as an outsider, like what's something that I could expect if I were to come to one of your um, meetings slash events? Mini advertisements. So this upcoming March, we are planning on having a Q&A panel with Dominion Energy. And that'll be a mini networking event and we'll also hear from their sustainability department. We've worked with them this past August. Um, yeah, we like pitched Neo to them. So they're really excited to network with our organization. And I'm also gonna open it up to VCU students as a whole, just because like, especially during this pandemic, it's really hard to, you know, get jobs and stuff. So. I want people to get their foot in the door. So that's one thing. It's going to be a Q&A panel, and they're just going to tell us a little bit about Dominion Energy, what um, their sustainability plan and like sustainability approach looks like. Um, another event for TerraVibe and the Office of So with TerraVibe, we had a um, meeting with them, I think a few weeks ago. Um, it was johnny and i yeah we had a meeting with them and we basically were talking about ideas on how to promote them and work them into you know the, the sustainability plan and um i think we might no i think we are planning on um demoing their products their um, utensils and stuff so that that'll be through zoom of having you know demoing their products and we're probably gonna um, promote that on our Instagram and our other social medias and yeah yeah for um, TerraVive um yeah just what Gata says we have plans on doing social media promotion um at first we did plan on doing a demonstration on the compass but we later found out that there were regulations and rules pertaining to COVID where we basically wouldn't be able to for the time being. With orgs, I wish that they could, you know, really be on campus. I feel like for, I just think that that's how so many people are meeting people is just through different orgs that they're in and just just having that sense of, you know, because I feel like with orgs, you, we're all in the same one. So, you know, we all know that we all care about this mission, this mission statement versus you know another org that we're in instead of just like being in our classes so you know you have the um terra vibe that you know y'all are trying to promote and get get vcu to have and get um other restaurants within the community to have what's something else that you think could be is just an easy small step that students and you know your family members or other people that you know could take to start a more you know sustainable chain and sustainable trend within their lives i was going to say just trying to educate themselves because once you know you know awareness will influence everything like you'll just become more conscious of like okay well 
just like looking at a plastic plate in the trash and feeling bad, like that'll encourage you to just try and make more alternatives or, um, you know, try to consume less. Yeah, I would, um, I would backpack on the same idea. Like, honestly, it's really just taking small steps. I would say to coach students, the best way is just to start encouraging their actions and just trying to make them think more about what they're doing. Like, instead of them like purchasing water, let's say from a vending machine, start incorporating the use of a pla- plastic, <laughs> a reusable water bottle that they water can just bottle. reuse. And in the end, it's like, it's great too, because like we reusable water bottles, not only do you save money on the water you would have spent, but you are helping the planet as well. But other things can also be like, instead of using those regular like CFL light bulbs start changing them to leds which have a much better bulb life in the end anyways so you'll save money on that and just other things that are more efficient in a world that you students aren't realizing that they're actually doing or having an impact on yeah educate yourself and become a starbucks cup girl you know those girls that invest in those and in the long run like you can use that for water you can get your starbucks refilled and i heard that you get a discount guys yeah (laughs) yeah i was talking there was um like one podcast that we did i was talking to um a girl who's something that she was telling me was about how you know it seems that it would be an expensive um venture to go on with changing your life to a more sustainable practice but she was like it's actually a lot cheaper than what people think so I feel like with all of y'all how you're saying like oh you know you can get a discount at Starbucks you save money from not buying the plastic water bottle each time the the light bulbs I think I think people are scared at first because they think that it's just going to be so expensive but it's just it's not I think what scares them is um I feel like we kind of are in a state where we're not environmentally conscious and we're not environmentally friendly because life has been made so convenient to just use the products that are put in front of us like we're on we're on autopilot and just convenience is everything when people make new products that's like one of the innovations convenience so it's hard or it seems harder because like you'll have to think more you'll have to like be more conscious of what you're doing so that scares me that scares that probably scares a lot of people. i also think that um it's definitely not helping that with the pandemic we really can't use reusable products just because they are scared of the risk of spreading the virus is there anything else that you know you want to tell bcu students about in the community you know either just about y'all's organization or just other you know environmental friendly knowledge and tips that anyone has you guys yeah johnny don't shop adopt (laughs) oh i was going to say um just like to end the note we wanted to talk a little bit about mental health and just like uh, this period during the pandemic to end it and say like you know, make sure you're taking care of yourself and, you know, use your resources at VCU. Yes, I definitely agree with that. It's been, I know exactly what you're saying. Like, it's it's just, it's been really hard having, you know, every single day you just are in the same place and, you know, you get on Zoom and 
you know, you do class and I think that's, you know, I think that's one thing too with orgs. I feel like, you know, for eco fashion, we're, you know, we're not trying to just have events and educate people on that. Like, you know, we're trying to have the movie nights and other things. And so it is a big thing with mental health and, you know, definitely use the counseling service and other things that VCU has. Like that's a very important thing to talk about and just remind people of. There's anything else, final words from anyone of y'all from leadership team of Neo Environmental? I don't, I don't have any more questions, everyone. Y'all were just I, what you're doing. And I think there's every single time that I've done one of the podcasts, like it's just so inspiring to me that there are other people within um, our campus and just people throughout the community and other places that, you know, are just wanting to have this more sustainable life and, you know, make a better place within this planet. So I just, I thank y'all for, you know, having an org like this and doing what you're doing to make VCU and the community more sustainable. Thank you so much for having us. Thank you. This was this. Was